From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Dendero. Are you ready? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 301 of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dendero, and today we have a super stacked show. Before we get into it, make sure you follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, and on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Hit that download button, leave a five-star review, give us a good rate. I appreciate all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers. Let's get into today's show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me into your Wednesday morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Like I said, today we have a super stacked show. We are on the road to SummerSlam 2023, and it's going to be a hell of a show taking place in Ford Field in Detroit Rock City. We have a huge card, main evented by main event Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table for not only the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion, but for the name of the Tribal Chief. We also have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, seven years in the making. Also on this card, we have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in their final showdown. We have Logan Paul versus Ricochet. We have Bianca Belair versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. We have Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley. Such a super stacked show, and I cannot wait to talk all about it next week here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. But today, I wanted to talk about my top 10 favorite matches in SummerSlam history. SummerSlam is one of my favorite pay-per-views. I love WrestleMania like everyone else does. I love the Royal Rumble like everyone else does. But I always felt like SummerSlam had to deliver. SummerSlam at times, in my opinion, delivered more than WrestleMania. So it was always a show that I made sure I marked down on my calendar and I needed to watch. So I'm going to talk about my top 10 moments. Top 10 matches, I should say. Because there has been a lot of classics that went down at SummerSlam. But before I talk about that, I just want to say, once again, shout out to all the Wrestling DeLorean passengers who made episode 300 of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, one of our most downloaded episodes. And I'm talking about all my passengers from all over the world. I got to give a big shout out to Australia, 
I gotta give a big shout out to the UK. I gotta give a big shout out to India. I gotta give a big shout out to uh, Scotland. And of course, my wrestling DeLorean passengers here in the United States of America. Shout out to everybody. I appreciate everybody who's been listening. Everybody who's been riding with me since day one. Everybody who was riding with Mike De Niro on episode one and still riding with Mike De Niro on episode 301. Thank you so much to all my wrestling DeLorean passengers. Also, quick update. The poll is up on Twitter for this Friday's Passengers Pick episode. And I I am a New Yorker, so I definitely am biased to shows that take place in New York. So I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to give the choices a theme. So my theme this week for the Passengers Pick is shows that took place in Madison Square Garden. So, the four choices for the passenger's pick are as follows. Royal Rumble 2000, classic show. WrestleMania 10, classic show. Survivor Series 2002, classic show. A show I was actually at. Or, uh, the one card that was not a WWE show, G1 Supercard. New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor from 2019. Classic show. Headlined by Okada versus Jay White. Definitely cast your vote now. We'll be announcing the winners on Thursday. And I will be reviewing the show that you pick on Friday. The Passengers Pick is always such an awesome episode to do because it is my viewer's choice. And also before I get into my top 10 matches in SummerSlam history... I also want to say rest in peace to the legendary Adrian Street, who passed away yesterday. Um, Definitely a legend, way ahead of his time. I was not so familiar with Adrian Adrian Street um, up until when WWE released their documentary on Adrian Street, which I strongly recommend everybody checks out because... This guy was way ahead of his time. Innovative wrestler, innovative character, someone who a lot of wrestlers patterned their careers after. So make sure you check out the Adrian Street documentary on Peacock or if you're international on the WWE Network. Rest in peace to a true legend. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to start our countdown. The top 10 matches in SummerSlam history. And I'm not saying these are the top 10 matches work rate. This ain't the top 10 five-star matches. This is my personal top 10 matches. Matches that are quick to pop into my mind when I think of SummerSlam. Matches that are synonymous with SummerSlam. So when we come back, we're going to be talking all about my top 10 matches in Summer Slam history. We'll be right back, y'all. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee 
William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. show ladies and gentlemen there's so many classic matches in SummerSlam history I'm about to give you my top 10 favorite matches in SummerSlam history it was hard to narrow it down to 10 matches especially when you're talking about 25 years of SummerSlam but we're going to do our best here and I'm going to start it out right now. So let's cut, let's cut the beat. Let's talk about the match that comes in number 10. Now, a lot of people are going to say, you're fucking wilding. But my number 10 favorite match in SummerSlam history happened last year. And it was the matchup between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. The last man standing matchup that... In my opinion, it was probably the, the best last man standing matchup in the history. We've seen things that we never thought we'd see, like Brock Lesnar damn near flipping over the goddamn ring with a forklift or a tractor, whatever that shit was. Roman Reigns solidifying his spot as the top dog. It was a hell of a matchup. It was a lot of fun, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel like it definitely holds up if you go back and watch it now. Like, it it was a fun matchup that left people with visuals that 
I like I said, you never thought you'd see like a ring flipped almost upside down. My number nine matchup is a matchup that unfortunately never gets talked about because of the circumstances and one of the competitors that is in the matchup. But it's Randy Orton versus Chris Benoit. Now, for obvious reasons, this matchup is not talked about. Damn near ever, but this was the matchup where Randy Orton became the youngest WWE champion in company history. Going into this show, Chris Benoit was the world heavyweight champion. And it seemed like we were on a collision course for Chris Benoit versus Triple H one-on-one. And Randy Orton was just another body for Chris Benoit to defeat heading into his matchup with Triple H. So it was one of the most shocking victories when Randy Orton actually beat Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight Champion and became the very first 23-year-old World Heavyweight Champion. It was a moment that I won't forget. I remember when I was younger, Randy Orton was my guy. Especially when he was in Evolution, I thought Randy Orton was the shit. So I was excited. And then this led to, of course, the um, Evolution turning their back on Randy Orton and starting the Randy Orton babyface turn that didn't really go so well. But nonetheless, the matchup itself holds up. It was definitely a fun matchup. Lots of good action. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that it deserves a spot in my top 10 matches in SummerSlam history. Let's talk about number eight. Number eight. Is Brock Lesnar back on the list? Versus The Rock from SummerSlam 2002. Now, before Randy Orton was the youngest world champion, that title was held by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar became the youngest world champion when he defeated The Rock. And this was such a monumental victory for Brock Lesnar. When you think about it, Brock Lesnar debuts for the WWE in April 2002. And by August 2002, he's defeating The Rock in his rookie year. It was another matchup where I felt had a shocking victory and a shocking ending because when I was younger, Brock Lesnar was captivating, but he was not electrifying. And I did not think there was a chance in hell that Brock Lesnar in his first year beats The Rock. It was a ballsy decision by the WWE to hand over the ball to a young upstart. And to be honest, it was something that I didn't think I was going to see. So, Brock Lesnar beats The Rock, becomes the youngest world heavyweight champion. Definitely got to be in my top 10 list. Number seven. Number seven is Bret Hart versus Davey Boy Smith. 1992 SummerSlam live in London, Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium. We're going to be talking about Wembley Stadium a lot in the next coming weeks with AEW All-In going to be at Wembley Stadium. But the very first wrestling show and the only one since that took place in Wembley Stadium was WWE SummerSlam 1992, headlined by Bret Hart, who was the IC champion at the time, 
going against the hometown hero, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. And at this time, Bret Hart was getting a massive, massive push. Bret Hart beat Ric Flair for the WWE World Champion. Bret Hart was on his rise to the top. Davy Boy Smith, well, I almost called him Junior, not his son, but Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, was fresh out of his tag team with the Dynamite Kid and just going to start his singles run here. And these two had a hell of a matchup in front of that lively crowd of 70,000. And in the end, in front of the wife of the British Bulldog and the sister of Bret Hart, Diana Smith, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, defeats his brother-in-law, Bret Hart. And that was one of the loudest crowd reactions, one of the biggest massive ovations that I've heard. Definitely a legendary, legendary, legendary matchup. Number six. Another matchup that took place at SummerSlam 2002. The opening matchup. Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio. This matchup was amazing. This matchup may very well be the best opening matchup in pay-per-view history. If you don't believe me, go back and watch this one. It is definitely worth the watch. Hell of a matchup. To have Rey Mysterio, who was fresh into the company, I think he debuted maybe a month before, mix it up with Kurt Angle. Two clashing styles. Two styles that came together and became magic. The technical prowess of Kurt Angle versus the high-flying, death-defying action of Rey Mysterio. They put on a show, and they had chemistry that was unlike any other. Go check out this matchup. Amazing, amazing matchup. In the end, Kurt Angle is your winner. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about our top five matches in SummerSlam history. So, make sure you stay tuned. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Just a snapshot of my grimy city's back lot. To the backwoods, I'm a preacher. So I mapped out like it's black ops. Black ops with the Mac out with no mask. I'm fucking mascot. Gotham boys is back and De Niro got that fast drop. I'm the Rob Zombie of rap. Thunder kiss, thunder lips, hooking up with Sherry Moon. I said, This is a zombie attack. Can't get a grip when the shit at the fan and I snap it like Thanos. You know it's a rap. Focus on that. Let the fuck know it's a trap. Fuck these rats. Switch it for cheese, gonna clap for Monterey Jack. Payback. Whoa. I'm on it. 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 I'm in my zone, nigga. I'm on it. 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 I'm in my zone, nigga. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our top five matches in SummerSlam history. We're going to start out with number five, which was from SummerSlam 2013, Daniel Bryan versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. This matchup was awesome. Daniel Bryan, who was a guy that the crowd organically got behind with the Yes Movement, they wanted to see this man succeed. John Cena, who was the gatekeeper of the WWE and was the man who was holding it down for about 11 years at that time in the WWE, put his title on the line in a matchup where we thought it was just like a lot of other matches where John Cena is going to come in and beat the crowd favorite. But in the end, Daniel Bryan got the victory with the diving knee. He beats John Cena 1-2-3 clean in the middle of the ring with Triple H as a special guest referee, and he becomes your WWE champion It was a hell of a matchup. Now, unfortunately, what took place afterwards was not so cool with Randy Orton cashing in his money in the bank and Triple H hitting the pedigree on Daniel Bryan to help Randy Orton cash in that money in the bank. But regardless, the match itself, Daniel Bryan and John Cena put on a hell of a matchup. And another matchup that John Cena put on that was a hell of a matchup is coming in in my number four spot, and that is... John Cena versus Seth Rollins from SummerSlam 2015. Very fun matchup. A matchup that was title for title because Seth Rollins was coming into this matchup as the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. John Cena was coming into this matchup as the WWE United States Champion. You know, we had some shenanigans, especially in the end with Jon Stewart. But fuck all that. These two had a hell of a matchup that still holds up. And I tell you right now. When John Cena stepped in the ring with Seth Rollins, they always put on great matches, whether it was this or whether it was their triple threat at the Royal Rumble that same year with Brock Lesnar. This was a very fun matchup. Go back and watch it. I think it deserves a spot in the final five best matches in SummerSlam history. We're about to get into the last three. My final three, my top three matches in SummerSlam history. And matchup number three, is TLC from SummerSlam 2000. The very first TLC matchup. The Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian. Now to set the story, at WrestleMania, earlier in the year, WrestleMania 2000, in at uh, Anaheim, California, we had the triple ladder match. Between these three teams. And these three teams put on a classic. A matchup that pretty much stole the show. And when you think of WrestleMania 2000. 
it's hard not to think about that triple threat ladder match. How are they going to up the ante? Well, at the time, you had Edge and Christian hitting people with the concerto. So the chairs was their thing. The Dudley Boys was known for the tables. So the tables were their thing. And the death-defying Hardy Boys was known for the high-flying action that they would do and stunts off of a ladder. So the ladder was their thing. So what did Commissioner Mick Foley come up with? A matchup at SummerSlam. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my, the very first ever TLC matchup. And this matchup was an absolute banger. This matchup set the stage for what TLC was going to become going forward. To the point that now there's a TLC pay-per-view. But the very first one took place at SummerSlam. SummerSlam 2000. And in the end, Edge and Christian picked up the victory against Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Bubba Ray, and Devon to become the tag team champions. This was a classic. Make sure you check it out. Number two. Let's talk about number two. My number two best match in SummerSlam history is the steel cage matchup from 1994 between Bret the Hitman Hart and his brother Owen Hart. This matchup was an absolute classic. This matchup may be the top one or two best steel cage matches in wrestling history. The drama between these two brothers fighting in front of their parents and their family who just was there to make sure that they didn't end up killing each other and just wanted the family feud to come to an end in front of Martha Hart, in front of Stu Hart, in front of Bruce Hart. You had the whole family there in front of Davy Boy Smith. In the end, it was Bret Hart who gets the victory against Owen Hart, but words cannot describe how classic this match is. Words cannot describe how amazing this match is. Words cannot describe how much I love this matchup between Bret and Owen Hart. This was an absolute classic. It was one of Owen Hart's maybe one or two world title shots at that time. Bret Hart retains against his brother Owen. Amazing matchup. We got to talk about number one. What is number one in my opinion? Well, we got to set the stage a little bit. Growing up, my favorite wrestler was the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. I was a huge Shawn Michaels fan. Huge. And when Shawn Michaels had to retire due to injury, I was four years old. And I was upset. I was very upset. My favorite wrestler was not going to be wrestling anymore. Yeah, he made appearances here and there. He was the commissioner for a short time in 1999 and 2000. He made appearances. He he was with the NWO for a little bit when the NWO came in 2002. But there was no talk about Shawn Michaels returning to the ring. But then it finally happened. 
The storyline was Shawn Michaels and Triple H were on opposite ends of each other. They, they were at odds in 2002. And someone attacked Shawn Michaels in the parking lot, making him a bloody mess. Turns out it was Shawn Michaels' former best friend, Triple H. So, with that being said, the matchup was set. The third matchup from SummerSlam 2002 on this list. So, I guess, you know, I could say SummerSlam 2002 is my favorite SummerSlam of all time. But the third matchup from SummerSlam 2002 on this list. The return of the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, after four years of being sidelined due to a career-ending back injury. Going one-on-one. With his former best friend, his former partner, his former stablemate in D-Generation X. The game Triple H. This matchup was amazing. And Shawn Michaels showed that he did not miss a beat. This is my favorite matchup in Shawn Michaels history. This is my favorite matchup in SummerSlam history. This was just an amazing, amazing matchup. And it led to... Shawn Michaels' full return to the WWE, full return to in-ring action, and some of the best matches that Shawn Michaels put on in his career. So definitely, I got to say that my number one best match is Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this great episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Follow on all the social medias. Make sure you vote for the passenger's pick. Go to the Twitter page at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Cast your vote now. We got a Madison Square Garden theme going on. Your choices are the Royal Rumble 2000, Survivor Series 2002, WrestleMania 10, or the G1 Supercard, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Ring of Honor. Definitely awesome, awesome choices. Make sure you cast your vote. I'll be talking about those shows on this Friday's episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Make sure you check out SummerSlam this upcoming Saturday. I'm going to be talking all about that on Monday. And make sure you download this podcast, leave us a five-star review, rate the podcast, share the podcast. I love you guys. Stay strong, stay safe, stay positive. I'll catch you all on Friday. I love y'all. One love, y'all. Like a tough in the hood to the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club to the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street to the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with De Niro? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver, Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross. That's when your ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, while leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, to the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club, to the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, to the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor, to the wolves call. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you're at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night, it's precise. Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing up something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacators are bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Ah.
Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do. If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do. Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you. Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal. I think it's like a tough in the hood. To the wolf's Bitches love to drink in the club. To the wolf's Surrounded by the sheep in the street. To the wolf's Everyone strip on the floor. To the wolf's Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answer yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.